are Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Today is Saturday, November 20th. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at JackBushman2, or you could also check out my Strictly Blackhawks account at Talkin' Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. And if you're listening to the audio version of this today and you like what you're hearing, then please be sure to go out and follow the podcast. You can also go and leave me a review if you want to as well. It's all for free wherever you may listen to your podcast, whether that be through Apple Podcasts, Odyssey, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc. If you go and follow the podcast right now, then you'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. And if you haven't yet, please be sure to go and check out the video edition of this episode now on YouTube. I'm just getting up and running on YouTube, folks. Every episode now is going to have a video version as well uploaded. And please, you've already shown some tremendous support by listening to this podcast. Now, I just got to ask you for one more favor. It'll only take two seconds. First, go and like this video. Comment down below what you think the Hawks versus Oilers outcome is going to be tonight. And also go and subscribe to the Lockdown Blackhawks YouTube page. Again, it'll only take two seconds and it'll help me out tremendously. So if you haven't done so already and you're not already watching this video, go and check out the Lockdown Blackhawks YouTube page. Go and like this video, comment down below what you think your prediction of tonight's game is going to be, and also subscribe to the Lockdown Blackhawks YouTube page. All right, enough of that. Good morning, everyone, or good afternoon, everyone. Now, I guess. Uh, and welcome into the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. Thank you for tuning into today's episode and for making the show your first listen here to start your weekend. And I usually don't do Saturday episodes. Usually the show's only Monday through Friday, but uh, with everything that was kind of going on in the world yesterday. I didn't really feel it was right to put out an episode talking about the Blackhawks and hockey and everything. So um, there, there were clearly just some more important issues going on in the world yesterday. But now with the Blackhawks having back-to-back games today and tomorrow against the Edmonton Oilers and the Vancouver Canucks, I did want to be sure to get out a short little episode here today, just previewing both of those games, uh, talking about the gambling lines and odds for tonight's game, and also uh, just about how important of a stretch this is here coming up for the Chicago Blackhawks. Four wins in a row right now, folks. Derek King remains undefeated from behind the bench, and it definitely feels good. Uh, finally, this team is starting to head into the right direction and um, pull together some victories here, and it's finally uh, a little bit exciting to watch them. I mean, throughout that stretch early on, those first 10 or 11 games or so, I mean, it was absolutely miserable to turn on the Blackhawks and watch a full 60 minutes, but it, finally now uh, they're able to win a couple in a row here. They're playing a much better brand of hockey overall, and they're starting to creep their way up the standings a little bit in the Western Conference, and it certainly feels good. But tonight, folks, against the Edmonton Oilers, the 12-4-0 Edmonton Oilers, this is going to be the first major test for these new-look Blackhawks, if you will, and interim head coach Derek King because – Looking at the teams who the Hawks have beaten this season, not only during this four-game road stretch, uh, this four-game winning streak, excuse me, uh, but their five wins on the season against the Ottawa Senators, against the Nashville Predators, 
against a COVID-depleted Pittsburgh Penguins team, the Arizona Coyotes, and the Seattle Kraken, who have had been heading in the wrong direction in the past couple of weeks, losers of uh, five in a row now, and, and six in a row now, maybe, I don't know. But they're on a huge losing schneid. They're not playing very well. They just got dominated last night by Colorado without Nathan McKinnon. Uh, and four out of those five victories for the Blackhawks have come at home. So uh, not the most impressive of resumes so far, despite, yes, obviously playing uh, much better and things are without a doubt heading in the right direction. But this matchup against the Oilers tonight is going to be the real test and true indicator of whether or not these changes are actually making a difference. You know, if Derek King's adjustments have been paying off and if uh, the difference in the voice and the mindset from the behind the bench is really working here for the Blackhawks. And more so, I mean, obviously I care about the final outcome and I want the Blackhawks to extend this winning streak to five games here and upset the Oilers. But I just really more so want to see them play a competitive 60-minute game, potentially more, uh, against a really good team right now. They haven't really been tested very much in the past couple weeks during this winning streak, and just more so than the final outcome, well, again, yes, obviously I want the Blackhawks to win. I'm just really interested to see how mostly this defense and just how the the team is going to fare against one of the most dangerous offenses in the entire NHL led by Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. Those guys are absolutely on fire right now. 10 points in the last five games for Leon Dreisaitl, including seven goals. Those two are number one and number two in the NHL in points at the moment. Connor McDavid scored some absolutely mind-blowing, mind-blowing bananas goals these last couple weeks. I mean, he has just been doing things that no one else in the NHL can do. And he's been doing it for some time now, quite honestly. Uh, those two have been going off. Ryan Nugent Hopkins also finds himself inside the top 10 in the NHL in points right now as well. He's gotten off to a strong start. And overall, that offense uh, is clicking right now. They're, they're first in the NHL on the power play, converting on nearly 41% of their man advantages right now. And the Hawks' penalty kills allow goals and back-to-back games to two of the worst power plays in the entire league going into Friday night, last Friday night's game. Uh, Arizona was the worst on the power play, and then Wednesday against Seattle, they were the second worst, and both teams were able to score goals on the man advantage against the Blackhawks. So something they're going to need to tighten up tonight, or the Oilers can make them pay in a hurry. And overall, they're also second in the NHL in goals per game with 3.81 right now. So they're able to find ways to score the back of the net on uh, to find the back of the net on a nightly basis. And also their penalty kill has been pretty darn good as well. They're second in the league at uh, 88.3%. So overall top to bottom, this is just a scary Oilers team and, and the Blackhawks undoubtedly are going to have their hands full. It's going to be their biggest test, especially in the defensive zone. I'm really interested to see how this defense is going to handle the pressure and the speed of Connor McDavid in that power play, as I just talked about, because the biggest biggest improvements that the Blackhawks have made have been on the defensive side of things. They've allowed 24 shots on goal or less in two of Derrick King's four games that he's coached so far. Uh, they've made um, substantial uh, improvement upon how many high danger chances they've been allowing. They've made life easier for their goaltenders. And also the first period has been 
much improved as well. The Blackhawks have yet to allow a first period goal under Derek King, and he's actually still yet to play from behind or, uh, Obviously, he hasn't lost a game, but yeah, he, he hasn't trailed at any point so far in these four games. So uh, I'm really interested to see how the Blackhawks are able to handle the high-powered Oilers tonight. It's going to be their biggest test without a doubt. Uh, this is a team that can put up a lot of goals on you in a hurry, and they also only have one home loss so far on the season. And then tonight, after the game against Edmonton, folks, the Blackhawks will make their way out to Vancouver and we'll be right back in action tomorrow night against the Canucks. And I know that anytime you play a back-to-back, that second game, the back half is never an easy one, especially when it's coming on the road. Uh, You got some tired legs out there, but that one against Vancouver, it it really feels like one the Blackhawks need to come away with two points in, Uh, especially with uh, especially if I should say they're not able to come out with a victory and extend that winning streak against the Oilers here tonight. Um, while the Canucks did just come away with a big home win last night against the Winnipeg Jets, three to two, they managed to hang on in the final minutes. Um, but aside from that, uh, the the Vancouver Canucks have been very beatable this year. They've lost five in a row prior to last night's win, and they had lost nine of their last 11 after getting off to a pretty star- strong start to the year in early October. So, again, a very beatable Vancouver Canucks team. Uh, they're near the bottom of the NHL in both goals scored and goals against. And the Hawks, that's just one they need to take care of business and, and I know it's coming on the road, like I said, in the back half of a back-to-back. They're going to have some tired legs, but they need to come away with at least two points in these back-to-back games over the weekend in order to keep things going in the right direction, in my opinion. All right, there is a quick preview of the upcoming matchup tonight against the Oilers and tomorrow against the Vancouver Canucks. Coming up in just a minute, I am going to get into the gambling lines and odds for tonight's game against Edmonton. But first, I need to talk to you all about Bilt Bar, which is a protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Bilt Bar has a couple of tremendous classic flavors like double chocolate, strawberry, raspberry, salted caramel, and they now have a couple of new flavors as well that I've gotten to try recently, such as grasshopper cookie, which is really good if you're a fan of mint. They got cookies and cream, uh, and they also have my personal number one, blueberry muffin. I can't believe there's a blueberry muffin protein bar out there on the market. And they also have many more flavors besides those that I just mentioned, all of which are filled with 100% real chocolate and are soft, easy to chew, and great for the keto diet. Not only are all the bars low calorie and low sugar, but they're also a great source for protein and fiber. So be sure to check out BuiltBar.com today and use the promo code LOCKED15, that's a capital L in LOCKED, followed by the number 15, to get 15% off your next order. One more time, be sure to check out BuiltBar.com for a delicious and healthy snack option and use our exclusive promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next Built Bar order. All right, welcome back to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. Getting into segment two now today, I also wanted to be sure to go over the gambling lines and odds for tonight's game against the Edmonton Oilers, courtesy of our friends over at betonline.ag. Because let's be real with each other here, folks. If you're watching the game 
on a Friday or Saturday night with some friends, having a couple of drinks. We all know it's a lot more fun to watch when you have money on it. And I've been taking the Hawks here in, in these last couple of games, and finally they've managed to make me some money, although I continue to uh, – unfortunately be on the wrong end of my goal scoring predictions because I don't take Patrick Kane or Alex Dabrinkit and they're literally the entire offense right now. Those two are unbelievable. Alex Dabrinkit is already a superstar in my opinion, but really on the cusp of being something special. Him and Patrick Kane are just clicking right now and I never take them because, well, I mean, what, what what's the fun in that? I want to make it a little bit ballsy of a pick, you know? Uh, I don't want to just take the two best goal scorers for the Blackhawks night in and night out, but maybe I really should start, and it's, it would probably be helping out my wallet. But at the same time, I, I don't want to start throwing money on them because I'm scared I'm scared that I'm going to put the jinx on Patrick Kane and Alex Abrinkit. If I start putting money on them, I've been cold all year in this area. If I start throwing money on them, then they're going to stop scoring goals, a.k.a. so does the entire Blackhawks offense, a.k.a. There goes the winning streak. They start losing again, and I can't have that on my conscience. So um, probably not going to take Debrinket or Kane here tonight once again. Anyways, uh, looking at the current lines for tonight's game, no shocker here. The 12-4-0 Oilers come in at home as the heavy favorites, currently sitting at minus 215. Well, the Chicago Blackhawks are plus 175, and I know – They haven't played a team like the Oilers during this four-game winning streak, uh, but plus 175, pretty generous in my opinion, folks. Also, one thing to consider for Edmonton tonight is that they're going to be without a couple of their top defensemen. Darnell Nurse suffered, I think it was a finger injury the other day. Can't remember exactly uh, what the what the injury was, um, but he's going to miss uh, the next couple of weeks. And also Oscar Clefbaum have, has yet to play this season for Edmonton after undergoing surgery in the offseason, as well as former Blackhawks Slater Cuckoo's. Cuckoo's unfortunately not going to be suiting up for Edmonton tonight. So plus 175 for the Hawks with the Oilers missing three of their starting defensemen. Um, if you've been riding them, during the streak like I have, then I mean, I, I almost feel like you have to take this. $20 down on plus 175 would turn into a $35 profit. That's pretty good payout for a team that's in the middle of a winning streak, folks. And for the Oilers, minus 210, that's a little bit of a toughie. Uh, I think it is a safe bet. They only have one home loss this season. Uh, but the fact that you need to throw like $50, $50 down on that just to win like 22 or 23, as I said, they're without a couple of their defensemen. That probably, personally, would just be enough to make me a little bit worried and probably would stay away from the Oilers at minus 210. As for the puck lines, the Oilers come in at minus 1.5 at plus 110, which is definitely a lot more intriguing than their money line is. Well, the Blackhawks are plus 1.5 at minus 130. This is another toughie for me here. As I said, though, I definitely consider taking the Oilers minus one and a half rather than taking them at uh, minus 210 just because of the value difference there. Um, and the with the way that their offense can heat up, again, the Blackhawks defense really hasn't been tested against a, a high-powered um, offensive skill set like this Oilers group has in their top top six are very top-heavy. Um, 
that makes me think that if Edmonton is going to come out with a win here tonight, it's probably going to be in a pretty handed margin from their offense. And, and the Blackhawks really haven't faced a good offense since their last game against the Carolina Hurricanes, probably. I don't know. Oilers minus one and a half, I think, is probably the better value and more likely to happen. And at plus 110 compared to minus 130, um, or at minus 210, and minus 130 even for the Hawks at plus one and a half. I think the more likely outcome is the Oilers won by two goals. That's just my personal opinion. Um, but I'd probably take that plus 110 there over the Blackhawks, plus one and a half, minus 130. Although that is close, but definitely I'd rather take the puck line rather than Oilers money line. The over-under surprise here, folks, actually comes in at six and a half, which is the, a number that I feel like the Blackhawks haven't seen in a few in a few weeks now. It's been either six or mostly five and a half during this winning streak. Uh, and the under right now comes in as the slight favorite at minus 115, while the over is at minus 105. I, and I've been wrong about these in back-to-back games now here. That Jake McCabe empty netter was a real heartbreaker for my betting advice. Um, I'm going to ride it, though, folks. I am going with the under once again here tonight. And look, I know the Oilers can light it up, but they've only scored two goals in four of their last six games. And it's just been a whole lot of McDavid, Dreisaitl, Nugent Hopkins, and the big guns getting the job done for Edmonton. And with the way the Hawks have been playing slow in the first periods, uh, they're not giving up nearly as many high danger chances. I feel like this one has the potential to be a low scoring affair. And obviously the Blackhawks, no one really can score goals right now other than Kane to and, and maybe Seth Jones. So I, I could see this one being four to two, honestly. And that would hit with the, the, uh, the number being at six and a half. So um, I think that that's probably the better bet, but both are pretty, pretty similar in, uh, in odds. So if you feel in the over here, if you think it could be a high-scoring affair, you're getting pretty much the same value that you're getting either way. It's just wh- whichever way you want to pick it. Um, I haven't, again, though, I haven't been all that good at the over-unders recently, ladies and gentlemen. So um, take everything, especially in the gambling department, that I say with a little bit of a, a grain of salt. All right, that's going to do it for the gambling lines and odds for tonight's game against the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, Coming up in just a minute, I'll be discussing the Blackhawks' projected lineup for tonight's game against Edmonton. But first, I need to talk to you all about betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. And be sure to use our promo code LOCKDOWN, one word in all caps, to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The NFL and college football are both closing in on the postseason. UFC has some good fights coming up again tonight. Ketlin Vieira versus Misha Tate is the headliner. I got money on Vieta if you want to ride with me. Took Max Holloway last Saturday night. He won me some money. We're also now, of course, right in the midst of the NBA and NHL seasons getting started as well. So for any sport you want to gamble on, you can get all the latest news, odds, and info with Bet Online. They have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's also free to sign up. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Head on over to the website, or you can also use your mobile device to sign up today. And be sure to use our exclusive promo code LOCKEDON. That's one word in all caps to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. 
All right, we're back here on the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. Moving on into segment three, before I let you all go and enjoy the rest of your Saturdays, I wanted to be sure to talk about the Blackhawks' projected lineup and starting goaltender for tonight against the Edmonton Oilers in the first half of this back-to-back. First, on Friday afternoon, Derek King had already announced that Kevin Lankinen is the one who's going to be getting the start here tonight against Edmonton. And, uh, I found that to be a little bit odd, which that's obviously going to set up Marc-Andre Fleury to play in the back half of this weekend back-to-back against the Vancouver Canucks tomorrow. That decision just surprised me a little bit, folks, because I honestly figured that Kinger would have liked to have ridden the hot hand here tonight against the much more dangerous Oilers and then give Lankinen his first start in what, almost two weeks, and a little bit of an easier matchup against the Vancouver Canucks. Flowers won three games in a row now. He's the one that's been really steering the way for the Blackhawks in their own zone, and he's been really impressive and has been on his A game in each and every one of those victories. Uh, So that decision personally just kind of surprised me a little bit. But again, who am I to question the King? I'm a ride or die, baby. Derek King, you lead, we follow. That's how the rules go. but yeah, definitely a little bit of a shocking decision. One I didn't see coming heading in, heading into the weekend. Heading into tonight, Lankinen is 1-2-2 two, and two with a 3.11 goals against average and an 8.97 save percentage in his six appearances so far this season. And the last time out for Lankinen was the beginning of the Blackhawks winning streak on November 7th against the Nashville Predators. And that not only that night, but for the most part of the season, honestly, I've thought Lankinen has been pretty solid when he has gotten a look. So it's not that I don't think he's, it's not that I don't think he's undeserving of getting the start here tonight. No, that's not the case at all. I think he's been really solid. And the only reason his save percentage is below 900 is because the Blackhawks under Jeremy Colleton were giving up high danger chance after high danger chance that the goaltenders didn't stand a chance with Colleton and, and, and uh, in, in the way that the Blackhawks team was playing under him at that time. Um, so no, it, it's not that I think, Lankinen is undeserving of the start or anything. I was just a little bit surprised that King didn't want to once ago with didn't once again want to go with the hot hand and uh ride Mark Andre Fleury for potentially his fourth consecutive straight win in net. As for the rest of the Blackhawks lineup, at the morning skate uh, about an hour ago now, both Mike Hardman and Brandon Hagel were out there taking part and look to be returning to the lineup here tonight. Hardman missed Wednesday's game against the Seattle Kraken due to a non-COVID-related illness, while Hagel has been out since November 7th, that game against Nashville, after suffering an AC joint sprain in his shoulder. Uh, And unfortunately, it was kind of weird, no line rushes or anything here at the morning skate, which is a little bit unusual for Kinger. He usually lets that happen in the morning skate, but not today. Um, so not really sure a hundred percent what the lineup is going to be, but based on what King said yesterday, he stated that if Hagel is going to get back into the lineup, that he would slot right back into that second line alongside Jonathan Taves and Dominic Kubalik. And then Jujar Kara would promptly swap down to the third line with, I would imagine, Dylan Strom and Henrik Borgstrom, probably. Those two have been on skating on the same line since Borgie returned to the lineup, and, and Strom has been predominantly playing center under Derek King so far. Um, so with Hagel back, 
We know what the second line is going to be. I, I think the first line as well is probably going to stay as uh, Debrinket, Doc, and Patrick Kane. As for the bottom six, though, that's where it's going to get a little bit interesting. Uh, and now with Hagel and Hardman looking like they're officially going to return tonight, the bottom six has a little bit of a log jam going on right now for the first time really since the start of the season. And with King saying that Jujar is going to go down to the third line, again, I probably imagine that's going to be with Strom and Borgstrom. I don't see either of those two drawing out of the lineup right now either. Um, that probably puts Hardman in a position to join, I'd guess, Philip Kurashev and Ryan Carpenter down there on that fourth line. Kurashev had a very nice primary assist to Patrick Kane in their last game. I don't think he's going to draw out after that. Uh, and Ryan Carpenter is someone they value on the penalty kill and also maybe on the power play. I don't know. There, that's always a chance that he's going to be out there for the man advantage now, I guess. Uh, I just can't see either of those two drawing out of the lineup right now over Reese Johnson at this point. I'd have to guess that Reese Johnson is going to be the odd man out with Hagel and Hardman returning. And same with my boy, Adam Gaudet. He's been the extra forward basically the entire time under Derek King, the one game he did play, he got like five minutes of ice time. So if I had to guess, uh, I'd probably have to guess that'll be Gaudet's role once again here tonight with, as I've just said, both Hardman and Hagel looking like they're going to return to the lineup. But those are, without a doubt, a big couple additions to this forward group. Hopefully it will help out in the depth scoring department for this weekend's back-to-back against Edmonton and Vancouver. And as for the Blackhawks defense tonight, the one uh, noteworthy change we could see, uh, the departure, I guess you could say, is Calvin DeHaan, who missed yesterday's practice due to right wrist soreness. And while I originally thought it was only something along the lines of like a maintenance day, um, King, after the morning skate, actually made it sound like DeHaan probably isn't going to suit up here tonight against Edmonton. He's officially listed as a game-time decision, but most beat writers and even King himself have made it sound more so like he's doubtful at this point. So that's kind of a, a tough loss for the Blackhawks, a huge shot blocker in Calvin DeHaan, not going to be able to play most likely. Um, and the Hawks just continue to deal with issues on the back end. I swear it feels like they're never, or at least so far, they have yet to be fully 100% healthy on that back end. And now. It sounds like both Caleb Jones and Eric Gustafson will be in the lineup once again. And with DeHaan out, that's a lot of minutes that the Blackhawks are going to have to make up. I really do think that um, Caleb Jones is going to need to be ready to play a bigger role in potentially 18 to 20 minutes alongside his older brother, Seth. He and Riley Stillman, honestly, are both probably going to see an uptick in minutes. They're going to have to be ready to play a larger role here tonight against a dangerous Oilers offense if Calvin DeHaan winds up not being able to play. And for Edmonton, real quick, as I mentioned earlier, folks, obviously, the big three of McDavid, Dreisaitl, and Nugent Hopkins are clicking right now, and they've been doing a lot of the heavy lifting for the Oilers as of late. But that defense, they're depleted a little bit at the moment. Darnell Nurse, not going to play tonight. Oscar Clefbaum has yet to play this season. Slater Cuckoo, someone who's regularly been on their third pairing so far, also isn't going to be able to suit up. And that leaves Duncan Keith now as the number one defenseman on the Edmonton Oilers, it's going to be very odd to say the least to play against 
Duncan Keith for the first time ever. Still not sure if I'm really ready to handle that. Um, but the 38 year old Duncan Keith is going to be their top pairing defenseman now. I mean, without a doubt, Edmonton is a little banged up. And I've seen a lot of comments from Oilers fans concerned about what this defense is going to be able to do uh, without Darnell Nurse anchoring them. He's sixth in the NHL in time on ice per game. He and Clefbaum regularly. Uh, and Adam Larson, when he was here in the past couple seasons, have been the guys to carry the way for Edmonton's defense. Uh, and, and with those three guys that I just mentioned out, Evan Bouchard, former first-round pick a couple of years back, someone that the Blackhawks actually passed on in favor of Adam Boquist, is going to be skating on that top pairing with Duncan Keith. And also another first-round pick in Philip Broberg is expected to make his NHL debut for Edmonton tonight. So a lot of youth a lot of inexperience back there without a couple starters in the lineup. And there's a growing concern about the Edmonton's defense for a 12 and four team. I've seen a lot of worried fans because of all the um, injuries that they've had to deal with on that back end. So this is a major opportunity for the Blackhawks to sort of uh, showcase their stuff, if you will, and potentially pick up their first signature victory of the season here against the Edmonton Oilers. All right, I think that will wrap up Saturday, November 20th episode of Locked On Blackhawks. Thank you again for tuning into the show, and be sure to go and follow the Locked On Blackhawks podcast for free right now on your favorite podcast app, and you can get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. And after the show, be sure to go and check out the Locked On Bets podcast if you like making money. It's hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. You can get daily picks blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's Lock of the Day by simply following the Lockdown Bets podcast. It's free and available on all platforms, so be sure to check out Lockdown Bets wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, thank you for tuning into today's episode. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at JackBushman2, or you could also check out my Strictly Blackhawks account at Talk and Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. And don't forget that the next episode of Lockdown Blackhawks is Mailbag Monday. So for any questions you have at all regarding anything related to the show, feel free to email LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com. You can also hit me on any one of my Twitter accounts, or you can call 708-653-0572 to leave a voicemail. So until Monday's episode, let's go and pick up a couple of huge victories up in Canada against Edmonton and Vancouver. And thanks again for listening to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.